Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Jim Curtis, who is the men's golf champion with the Clinton Country Club. Jim, welcome. How are Pete, you, my friend? Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks Appreciate for coming it. down. No, no, thank you for, thanks for the time. Thanks for the time. So, Jim, tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been playing golf at the Country Club. Well, I just approached 30 years this year. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, officially in August. And, okay. Uh, so it's not quite half my life, but okay. it's, a, it's a big chunk of my life playing golf at Clinton, and it's been terrific. I mean, that's we got a great membership there. You do. We've got a great pro, uh, good staff, you know, from inside to out, you mm -hmm. know, from Chef Paul to Mike, our green superintendent, yeah. you know, Sean Buska. I mean, we've got some veteran leadership there on the <clears throat> in and around the country club. Okay. Got a great uh, board of directors that uh, see us through good times and tough times to make decisions you know and as we know last year was a difficult time absolutely for everybody but golf kind of shined through and a lot of people started to learn the game and Clinton's a great place to learn the game absolutely and what people don't know is Clinton is private club member only it is private but uh, you know we open it up to some junior clinics and okay. Sean will you know he invites others to come in and, and take lessons uh, friends of members you know, we, we encourage a lot of uh, outside play, and from there, hopefully, they they become part of us and, um, you know, enjoy the experience. Absolutely. So. Now, how easy is it to understand golf and pick up the game of golf? Uh, it's, <laughs> it, it can be difficult. It's, yeah. um, it takes a lot of time, practice, energy, uh, concentration, right. you know, to get to, uh, to certain levels that, you know, maybe you have out there. I know that f of people that, are very athletic yep. uh, in other areas. Um, when I went to college, uh, I was in a fraternity that was a jock frat, a lot okay. of football players. Oh, there you go. And they used to make fun of us to play golf or tennis <laughs> that were in the frat. And exactly. um, you fast forward to many years later and they've all picked up the game. There you go. And they've had difficulty, but it's a great social game, good for business. Absolutely. Um, it, 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 takes, it takes a lot of practice over and over. And my wife, Cindy, for example, uh, has just gotten back into it after some some surgeries and okay. so she's playing at Clinton every week and uh, it's become you know important to her and I think from a social standpoint and and just you know she's meeting you know some new ladies there and she's actually brought me in to meet some other members oh there you go there so you it's, go. it's again it's got a lot of benefits it's it's I think it's bridged a lot of um, bridged a lot of hurt through COVID because mm -hmm. it was one of those sports that you know you were able to play because you're outdoors um, and you know there's a lot of people I think that, that started to learn the game absolutely. because they had a lot of time to do it. Oh absolutely absolutely and especially because especially right after COVID you're outside right. and the course is absolutely beautiful as you know yes, it is. you know you yeah. know as well as I do and it's right. a great course and obviously you're outside, so fresh air. Fresh air. It's you know it, it it's a it's a healthy environment. I think uh, yeah you're right. You're outdoors. It's one of the the, the few sports that really survived COVID. Right. And um, you know I do a lot of skiing too, and that was another one that was just terrific during COVID. Oh yeah. Um, we all had time. I think right. we all had some extra time, and why not learn something or do something you love and do it more often. Absolutely, absolutely. And what people don't know about you is. You recently won the men's championship at the Country Club. I did. Back did. in 
Labor Day weekend. Labor Day, I was going to say back right. from back Labor Day, Labor Day weekend, so a couple weekends ago. Right. Tell us about that. Well, it was uh, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, I, I won it this year at 68 years old. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure, but I may be the oldest club champion, men's club champion there. Um, really? I won it last year too. Yeah, that's right. And, um, and I, you know, I beat I beat Tom Pellet, who's a great friend of mine. Um, and I will honestly tell you that, you know, there's there's probably eight to nine guys in the men's club champion group of good players that could win it. I, I was just, you know, it was my day, and you know, I was lucky. I think Tom could probably beat me seven out of ten times. Really? Wow. But uh, you know, I've had a couple of good luck, good runs, and, and played well against him. Absolutely. You know, so. Now, when they for the for the club championship, they they probably start a couple of days before with the qualifying right. rounds. How does that work? Qualifying happens the weekend before. Okay. Um, unless you're exempt uh, by winning the previous year, which fortunately I obviously I was. Ah. So you get it. it it's um, you know there's a difference in, in stroke play, mm -hmm. which is the which is how you qualify, um, and then they take the top 15 or 16 players. Um, and that reverts to match play on Labor Day weekend. Okay. So, you know, one would play number 16, two would play 15 right on down right. in brackets. And, you know, match play, the beauty of the golf is match play is just, it's a very different game than, than stroke play. Right. Um, because, y you know, you're playing an opponent rather than playing the golf course. Right. Even though it really helps to play the golf course and, and keep your mind on that. But it's not always easy. No. So, to win the club championship, you know you've got to win your match. That the first one's on Saturday, mm -hmm. and then if you if you win that, you go to Sunday morning. If you win that Sunday afternoon, and then the finals Monday. So to win, you've got to win four matches. Okay. And you're playing against some very good competition. So mm -hmm. you need a few breaks. Yeah. A little bit of luck. Okay. Um, and uh, fortunately, I've I've had some of that. Yeah, absolutely. So. I'm sure it's a pretty exhausting weekend. It's, uh, it's <laughs> emotionally, you're, uh, yeah, you're, you're ready to have a good night's sleep. Absolutely, you know, it's, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it's fun, but I, you know, I, I, I owe a lot of my um, my success really to my health. I mean, I've been very fortunate. Um, you know, at my age, you know, I've had no, no serious injuries, um, no joint replacements. Okay. You know, nothing like that. I, I do work out a lot right. to stay healthy because you have to to play Absolutely. the young guys uh, and play effectively against them. You gotta, you know, keep your your body in shape, your mind in shape, and um, I owe a lot of it to my wife because she's she's always encouraging me and pushing me to go practice, go play. Um, you know, we got two kids that are in college, so we're we're pretty much by ourselves now with a couple of dogs. There and, you go. Um, so she's certainly because she's back into it and playing. You know, she loves to see me uh, perform and do well. There so. you go. Anyway. Now, what's the, as far as, there's got to be a difference between men's golf and women's golf, especially when you're on the golf course. Uh, what is it? You know, I, I think probably as far as, uh, I, I mean, skill level, it can yeah. be very equal. Okay. Um, obviously, men tend to hit it further. Okay. But the ladies are playing from tees that are a little further up. Oh, are they? So, um you know, at the end of the day, they can hit it just as far as men, you know, with, from their tees. Absolutely. Um, so we typically have um, four sets of tees at Clinton to okay. accommodate all levels and ages. And, 
you know, from seniors to juniors to ladies. Right. And then we have our, our black tees, which is the the, the longest, ah. um, you know, yardage measured at the club, and that's where we end up playing our championship uh, weekend. Okay. From those tees. You guys play off the black tees? Right. But the ladies, um, you know, we get some very skilled ladies, mm -hmm. and we play a lot of... Um, you know, mixed events, meaning the men plays with ladies in some tournaments and so forth, and uh, they're a lot of fun, and, and we get some ladies that can compete just as well as men. Really? Oh, yeah. They can putt well, chip well, um, and hit the ball just as well. So. Now, how'd you get interested in golf? My uh, grandfather, on my mother's side, um, brought my brother and I into it when we were under 10 years old. Okay. Um, he had an apple orchard business up in Vermont. All right. Every summer, we grandkids would go up there and spend a couple of weeks, and um, so he played golf in his spare time up there. And so he gave us our first sets of clubs. Uh, you know, a lot of wooden shafted, old style clubs, because this is I'm talking. You know, this is back in the '60s. Right. So um, that's what was out there then. Um, the technology certainly advanced a lot since then. Oh yeah. But we had our favorite clubs, and we'd go play with Gramps, and um, my brother and I got the bug. And we, um, I'm, I'm two and a half years older than my brother, but um, so I might have progressed a little quicker than he did mm -hmm. initially, but he caught up. Absolutely. And, um, you know, so it's become in our genes, um, and we've played it ever since through high school. We were on the golf team together, both my brother and I. Uh, we had some great teams up in Newton, Massachusetts. I played in college, Division Three, but it was still very competitive. Um, and you know, we've—I continue to compete in state events, uh, New England events when I have the time. Right. Uh, obviously, along with um, some some of the many club events that we offer. So, um, you know, it's it's a great game to learn young, to pick up later on, to play through the uh, through your later years. Um, obviously, we have a lot of friends that have retired down south, mm -hmm. and they obviously there's a lot of golf to be played down there. The weather's oh, absolutely. encourages golf. Oh yeah. So, you know, um, so that's that's how I that's how I started. Gradually, uh, you know, we got our full sets of clubs. We had a membership in New Hampshire, where we lived for a period of time, and um, so my brother and I. Used to mix little league baseball with golf and competed there <laughs> and as juniors and um, so I, I think my competitive juices started with um, really competing with my brother because uh, two and a half years apart you know it might have been more than that when we were seven or eight years old but when we got to high school level we were pretty close Absolutely. and um, we loved beating each other <laughs> so we kind of we encouraged each other as well. Absolutely. But we were always our, our, um, our supporters of each other. Um, but it was, uh, you know, I think to this day it's what started the competitive fire in me for, for that sport. Where'd you go to college? I went to a small Division three college in Wisconsin called Ripon, okay. R-I-P-O-N okay. college. Um, about a thousand students. We were in a very competitive conference of uh, colleges in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa, had a lot of six and seven hour bus rides to to compete. Oh yeah. Um, had short a short season in the spring because the winters out there can be um, can mm -hmm. be cold and the snow well, can be deep. Oh yeah. So, um, but we you know 
as short as the season might have been, it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and we um, we had we we were fortunate to play on a very good golf course, which is ranked in the state of Wisconsin, and they've got a lot of good ones. Um, but we were able to go play there as often as we'd like, so um, it was a great experience. And you know, a couple of my best friends from that team uh, remain my best friends and my fraternity brothers. Right. So, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Sure. We'll be right back. Thank you, Connecticut, for doing your part to stop the spread of COVID-19, for wearing your masks, washing your hands, and keeping your distance. So keep it up, Connecticut. We've come too far to go back. Community TV, your neighborhood TV. Publicly funded and a reliable partner for cable companies nationwide. It provides transparent coverage of local and state government, education, and public programming. A digital town green that can be watched anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Watch us on today's high-tech distribution methods. Community TV in Connecticut. Local unfiltered, reliable, and, and yours. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Jim Curtis. Jim, welcome back. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, bud. So, Jim, let's talk a little bit about how important it is to get involved, especially at the country club with what's going on because things are starting to get back to a somewhat normal state. Right. Well, you know, it's... Um, we got a great board of directors over there, oh, yeah. and I think, you know, starting with that leadership um, and Dave Adams as president, mm -hmm. um, you've got some individuals who are in um, positions uh, of, as directors, who, in some cases, do that in their in their real jobs. Right. Um, from Steve Sinney, who is our restaurant chairman, oh, yeah. who owns Chips Pub, mm -hmm. um, and you've got some some other folks that you know in, in the financial arena, who are also um, well-versed to manage the, uh, you know, the money that comes and goes out of Clinton and invested in, in certain things. And, and what we also have is a very democratic um, um, situation over there where, you know, anything that's of any kind of major expenditure or undertaking is always voted on. Right. Um, it's not always the case in other clubs. I mean, I've, I've known of other club situations where I have friends that um, it's driven members out of the clubs because um, oftentimes decisions are made by committees outside of the membership. Okay. Which, you know, is really not a healthy way no. to run a business Definitely or a club. Not. So, right. So we, um, you start there, uh, and then you've got, you know, all kinds of others that volunteer their time and um, to, to help out, like with this gala that's coming up. Yeah, that's right. You know, the 125th, which is happening in year 126. But right, exactly. But I remember back on the 100th year gala. Yes. Which was uh, a, a great time. I mean, and it brings the membership together, brings them closer. And um, it's, uh, it'll be truly a, an experience to remember. Absolutely. Um, but the preparation that goes into that, you know, you need a lot of volunteers. Oh, yeah. Outside of maybe, you know, the committees that are already established there. Um, and, you know, that's where, you know, it's invaluable to have people that, that step up. Absolutely. You know, to volunteer. Absolutely. Matter of fact, matter of fact, Dave Adams was here recently, not yep. not long ago, talking about the 
hit, we talked about the history of the country club, but we also sure. talked about the gala. Yeah. And that was a pretty, well, it's, you know, pretty it, interesting it's, show. Um, it's something a lot of people are looking forward to because it, it, it happens in October. Right. So it's the, the golf season's winding down. Yeah. Um, there's a few other small events that happen, you know, after that. But mm -hmm. for the most part, you know, and a lot of our members travel south. So I, I think it's a, it's a great way to wind up, you know, a, a very strong year that we've had. You know, where golf rounds have been way up, uh, guest plays been way up, all of our tournaments have been almost fully, um, fully uh, undertaken okay. uh, for play. And, um, you know, we've basically almost got a sold out sign, I think, over at the club with, with a waiting list now and a really? both at, uh, at the golf level for mm -hmm. golf memberships along with social. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's so it's because you know it's a popular place. I mean, oh, obviously you know from experiencing over there that, oh yeah, and from your folks being there that, you know, we have a, a full service club from the restaurant, you know, to the to the um, to our new patio outside, which, which is, is absolutely beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Oh yeah. So that's encouraged a lot of interest. Um, you know, our neighboring clubs don't have what we have when no. it comes to facilities. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So. And the food is absolutely phenomenal. It is. And you, you know as well as I do. Yeah, we bring guests in there and they just want to come back. Oh, absolutely. You know, because uh, Chef Paul is, um, he's been there a long time. I think yep. he's been there about as long as I have. And, you know, it's consistent. Oh, yeah. Um, when we have special events, you know, he might even pull out some of his, dusted off a few for the <laughs> old recipes and, absolutely. you know cooked up some special meals and Absolutely. you know we'll have some theme nights and so forth yep. and it's um, you know again it's it's unique that way absolutely so. absolutely and we also got to mention the wonderful wait staff and the wonderful absolutely. bartending staff correctly yep. in the grill room absolutely especially one of our favorites that's right happy Joe that's right happy Joe best bartender in in the state absolutely Definitely, he's, he's, you know, miles ahead of anybody I've, you know, been associated with when it comes to, you know, positive outlook on things oh, and yeah. his cheery outlook on, uh, on life. And, you know, he's, you know, our guests immediately remember somebody like him. Oh, yeah. I mean, he leaves an impression, oh, yeah, as we know. Yes, yes um, he does. Yes, you know, he does. And, you know, Carl and Steve, who yep, basically sure. are, manage our restaurant and yep. our events there indoors. Um, you know, they're lucky to have a guy like Joe. Absolutely. You know? absolutely. Plus, we have some other terrific people that yep. have had to manage both, you know, our new patio as well as indoors. And right. When you lose a lot of your summer help right. come Labor yeah. Day, yeah, it makes everybody's job, um, you know, a little more difficult because they're probably having to do two or three different things at the same time. Exactly. But, but they, but they do it. Absolutely. They do it. And they did a phenomenal job on that patio. They, they really it's did. Really, they? It's really nice. Yeah. We had our we had our club championship awards yep. afternoon there with, you know, food and drink. And it's um, it was a perfect place to have that. We had a great weather day. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got, you know, the furniture out there and the umbrellas. And, yep. you know, in the evening we've got, you know, propane heat if needed. And uh, it's it can it can run itself for a lot of the daytime. There's and, propane uh, heat out so there. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, we got the we got the propane heaters that we in place if needed for. Okay. Say if we have a fall event out there. Yep. Wow, I didn't. 
I never realized that. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen them in action. It's. Uh, oh, have. We've <laughs> had some. We've had some recent, you know, wedding ceremonies or some. Yep. Um, you know, some some pre-wedding ceremonies there that I've mm -hmm. witnessed out there. So. Oh, absolutely. And it is a by the way, it is a beautiful place if if you ever want to get married there. That's what I understand. It it That's is. What I my, understand. Yeah. my sister got married there a Did couple a couple years ago. Yeah, it was. I had time. my wife's. Um, I had her 50th birthday party there. Okay, yeah. And um, which was again many years ago now, mm -hmm. but we still remember that because um, we also introduced to myself and others, I think, Rock Bottom, Pete ah. Nye's band. Who? I'm. I don't know that. I've never met that man before in my life. So they uh, <laughs> they played they played the. The 50th party for my wife. Oh, and it was a go. great time, you know. So he's a very interesting person. Very interesting person, right? Mr. Nye. Mr. Nye. Absolutely. And um, he's got a he's got a rock of a wife and Val. He does. So oh, they're, 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 they're both they're both absolutely phenomenal people. I know Peter both right. as teacher, and I actually when he coached football for the mm -hmm. last couple of years, That's I right. helped him. I was behind the scenes on, on yeah, the sidelines doing stats, sure. doing stats and stuff, and yeah. he, he's just an awesome guy. He sure is. Very humble, very cool to hang out with. Right. So they, they threw a, we threw a great party for my wife on her 50th, on her 50th day, and um, Absolutely. it was, you know, and the whole, the whole team there, mm -hmm. you know, did a great job. Absolutely. The previous team that we had in place for the 100th, mm -hmm. um, you know, those folks have pretty much moved on, but right. they did a fabulous job too. We've we've been very fortunate, I think, in my 30 years there to have just, just terrific people at, at every level. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's been three golf pros there since I started there. And oh, really? Who, really? So they were all, you know, they were all excellent at what they did. Uh, they all have their, you know, their, their certain things that they, they love to do. Mm -hmm. I think from a standpoint of uh, Sean Buska, he loves to teach. Oh yeah, he's absolutely. a terrific golf teacher, and he enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. And um, yes, he does. I've seen him out and on the on the tee and the hot sun, you know, from nine to six. Exactly. Some days. Absolutely, so just teaching people on how to how, how to play golf. And he's the perfect pro for I think what we have going on now. We have a lot of people getting into the game. Absolutely. So. Now, once once you learn the sport of golf, it's probably not that hard to pick up and learn and actually well, it, it get, get take, out there. It, 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 you know, it takes constant practice at different things because there's so many different facets to it. Mm -hmm. you, know, you got putting, you have chipping, you have sand shots and sand play, you have um, the long game, you know, like I call it with, you know, your longer clubs that right. hit it further. You have your short game right. um, uh, from, you know, 100 yards in, for example. Um, they're all, you know, particular facets to the game that have to be practiced and learned right and um, you know and again it's it takes a lot of a lot of constant practice and it's tough to lay the off the game for a week and come back and pick it back up uh, where you left off Absolutely. so it is a individual sport and the I was gonna say is there a water hole out there well, there's a, there's I was gonna say I'm, I'm thinking oh yeah. my God. Yeah, and the water holes have gotten a lot, <laughs> lot higher in recent. Oh, re oh, absolutely. Recent weeks with the storms we've had. Oh, absolutely. So there's uh, less forgiveness on balls that head that direction. I was, I was, I was gonna so. say, one day they're gonna drain the water hole, and I wonder how many golf balls are gonna they're find. They're gonna at find the a lot. <laughs> it's at the bottom of the hole. We got a lot of water holes <laughs> that, um, 
that are just waiting for golf balls and oh, they get a lot of action. Absolutely. Our third hole, our 11th hole, our 17th hole are three prominent ones and then we've actually got two water hazards on the eighth hole. Really? Both sides of the green, yeah. Really? Wow. I didn't yeah. realize that. I've uh, I've found them all over time. I was gonna, I was found gonna, them all. I'm gonna yep. say you've probably left a couple golf balls I've, in each hole. I have over time. I sure have, you know. <laughs> so I think we could all probably say that at some point. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Anyway, now we got a little bit more time left before we say goodnight. Mention of the gala one more time. So our 125th, which is our 126th uh, gala, yeah, which is October 2nd. Okay. Because our club is now 125, 126 years old. Right. And it was built 1895. Mm -hmm. um, it was moved, uh, still in Clinton, but yep. it was moved to a, a different plot of land. That's right. And then it was doubled in size in the 60s. Um, so I think you had a span of seven or eight years between the, the two nines that were built. Okay. But. Um, you really recognize, we recognize 1895 as the, uh, as when Clinton Country Club broke ground Absolutely. to become a golf course. If you ever want to see something cool from the hundred, from the hundredth anniversary, mm -hmm. the book that they right. have, yeah, very interesting book. Dave yeah. Adams, when he was here, brought me he the brought book. He brought you the book. He brought yeah. me the book and I brought we've got a, We've got a lot of history at the club in our display cases too that. Oh really? That wow. show some of the earlier awards and. I'll have to. Um, Clubs that were used, and oh yeah. Next next time I'm there, I'll have to take a look. So it's as you walk in, it's uh, yep. it's right there on the right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Next time I'm there, I'll have to take a look. So. Well, Jim Curtis, we're all proud to say goodnight, but before we do, I want to thank you for coming down. Hopefully, we'll see you again soon. Absolutely, Pete. All right. Thanks, bud. Thanks for your time. You got it. Thank you. Yep. On behalf of Jim Curtis, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night, and we'll see you next time.